0: This is the Begin Within Podcast, where we believe real, lasting health and fitness requires you to start inside before you work out. I'm your host, Nate Slegger, and I'm here to show you behind the scenes of fitness. You already know exercise is good for you, but what about all the other things in life that affect your fitness? If you're looking for extra motivation to get started or to make sure you keep going, this is the place for you. Produced by BeginWithin.fit Before we jump into our episode, I want to just take a moment and share something with you that I'm super excited about. You may have already heard If you are on our email list, we have been working on a project that we call the Begin Within Habit Academy. And what this is going to be is a multi-month course that is set up and designed to progressively teach healthy habits. The type of habits that we are talking about here on this podcast all the time. And it's going to be focused on what our listeners tend to want the most. And that is, of course, not just to improve their health, but to also um, lose weight or lose body fat in the process. So we're working on that. We are going to be launching it this month. If you are listening to this at the time of its release in September of 2022, we are going to be releasing our Habit Academy. We're super excited about it. Uh, For right now, here's what you can do if that sounds like something that you would love to be a part of. Go to the show notes and click on the wait list link. We are going to keep you informed as the arrangements are finalized and the academy is rolled out later this month so that you can be one of the first to grab a spot and get a really nice discount as well for being one of our founding Academy members. Check out the link in the show notes. Thanks so much for doing that. Let's get on with the episode. From time to time, we do live workshops that are designed to answer some of the big questions that our clients and our members of our virtual community have. One of those questions is around habits. What I'm going to share with you today is an excerpt from a workshop that I did last month, which focused on how to create, how to build healthy habits. I hope you enjoy it. What we are going to cover is the mindset around building habits. We are going to talk about the three things that you have to do, that you absolutely have to do in order to create healthy habits, and then where to go next, what to do from there. So I hope you enjoy this workshop. Oh, and before I take you into the workshop, I want to just note um, that these concepts, I have tons of experience working with clients and in particular helping them with habits. However, these concepts, the things that I'm really sharing, came from people that are so much smarter than me. (laughs) Totally. And so I want to give credit where credit is due. Uh, One of the major uh, individuals who shaped my thinking on habits is BJ Fogg. He has a book called Tiny Habits. I recommend that you check that out. Another is Charles Duhigg. He has a book called The Power of Habit. And then, maybe the most uh, famous right now, the most well-known book on habits, Atomic Habits, by James Clear. Uh, Those are amazing resources that I recommend that you check out. Here is our workshop on how to create healthy habits. Imagine that creating habits is something that you are good at. When you want a new result, you know what to do to make it happen. When you want to incorporate a new routine into your life, you do it and you stick to it right from the beginning. You never feel guilty about not doing the things that that you say you should be doing. don't feel guilty anymore because you're able to get yourself to do the things you want to do. Imagine along that process, you're learning about yourself every step of the way. You're learning more and more about the type of person you are, the things that work good for you and the things that don't. So you keep making better and better decisions along the way about what you're gonna try and what's gonna get you the results that you want. And of course you're getting real results, imagine that. Imagine feeling like you're more in control of the process of losing weight, of improving your health, having more energy, getting the things that you really want. If that was all possible, my questions for you are this. These two questions. What would you work on first? That was all possible. What would you attack first? What habit would you want to learn first? What result would you want to get first? And imagine you're able to get that. Then what would you do? And then what would you do? And what type of life would become possible for you if you had control over this little process we call creating habits? It's pretty exciting to think about, right? And it's doable, it works. I'm gonna show you how to do it, let's dig in. I'm gonna start talking about habits and I'm gonna share three things with you in just a bit, three steps to creating habits that last, habits that get you the results that you want. First, a few things we need to understand about habits. Here's how they work, Um, our brains, are wired in a certain way, a very specific way to get us results, to encourage us to do the things that make us feel good anyway, okay? And here's how it works. Uh, There's always a cue, like there's something that kind of primes our brain for performing a certain routine. You follow this little triangle around with me, cue, routine, that's like the action, that's the, the step we take. And then there's always a reward. There's some, some reason that our brain says, ooh, that was, that was good, I wanna do that again. And so the next time there's a cue, that specific cue, you know what happens? We go through the process again. Cue, routine, reward, or the thing that triggers the habit, then the routine, the habit itself, the action that we take, good, like things we want to do or bad, the things we want to stop doing. And there's always a reward. There's a reason that our brains want us to keep performing that habit. There's always something good about it. And so understanding that is very helpful in this whole process of decoding habits and understanding how to create them so that you can lose weight. You can get the results that you want. And here's what's interesting. Habits, shape as many as 45% of the choices that we make every day. And what that means is almost half of the things that you and I do every single day, we don't even think about. We don't even make decisions. It just happens automatically. We just do it automatically kind of without thinking because it's a habit. Does that make sense? And so it's really important that we start to understand the process so that we can analyze our habits and make sure that they are helping us get what we want. Now, one more thing that we need to know about habits. We have to make it easy. I share this with my clients a lot. If you've come to a workshop before with me, you've seen this because it's a huge piece of getting the results we want. We have to choose things that are easy. To start with. If you want to do something consistently, it has to be easy because motivation goes up and it goes down in life. It's like any other emotion. Sometimes it's there, sometimes it's not. So if we're relying on motivation to get us to do something that's really hard, eventually we're going to give up. We're not going to have the motivation to do it. And if it's too hard and too complex, we won't. Continue to do it consistently. And this is why diets don't work. This is why people try, you know, New Year's resolutions. Here I go. I'm going to do this big, great thing. And then you know what happens. They give up. Really, this is the reason it's too hard. The thing that they chose to do was too hard. So we need to start with easy. You, If you've worked with me before, you know I use that word a lot. We've got to pick something that is easy. And that's what this behavior model shows us. So we're going to be picking habits that are very, very easy. And what I want you to do tonight is think about a specific habit that you would like to add into your life. And then Work on it with me here. This is a workshop, so we're gonna kind of work together. I'm gonna to walk you through this process. I'm gonna show you how it works, how to build a habit. I'm gonna use a kind of a real life example, the type of things that our clients are working on. Um, we're gonna use a real life example of trying to add in some exercise into our daily routine. That's that's the one we're gonna use as an example. If that's the one you want to work on, great. If there's something else though, a habit that will serve you to help you to get the results that you want, I want you to think about that one as we go through this process. And if you're watching the recording, great. I'm going to encourage you to write it down. If you're here with me right now live, feel free to put it into the chat. If you have a specific habit that you want to work on, I want to know what it is. And when you put it in there too, it'll be a way for you to kind of commit to taking the, the steps here together with me. Um, you ready to get started? So here, here are the three steps to new habit. I'll tell you what they are, then we'll dig into them. First, find the key action. So we're going to take our habit, we're going to break it down into the smallest, easiest little action that is part of it, um, so that we know exactly what thing we need to focus on doing that's going to get us to keep moving forward and get the results we want. I'll explain more about that in just a bit. So we need to find the key action. Then we need to stack it. In order to provide ourselves with a cue, remember that it's like the trigger, the thing that gets us to take the key action, we're gonna put it with a habit that we already do every single day. And you have so many of them, like we already talked about. Half of the things we do every day are habits. So we need to understand what they are. We're gonna put our new habit right after a habit that we already do every single day. And then the third step, Find the key action, stack it. The third step is celebrate. I'm going to explain this to you and why it's so important. So let's dig in. Here we go. Step one, you're going to find the key action. Here's why this works. All behaviors, everything that we do, if it's like I'm going to work out, I'm going to eat healthy, I'm going to prepare my food, I'm going to go to bed and get a good night's rest, all these kinds of things can be broken down into very small little actions, right? A sequence of actions. It's just like a list, like dominoes, right? You hit the first one, the next one happens, and the next one, then the next one. Now, some of the actions we take in order to carry out a process are more important than others, right? Um, good. Claudia. you want to eat healthier? Awesome. Uh, thank you for putting that in the chat. You You're going to get some help with that, I promise. And again, I should say, if you have questions as we go, too, put them in the chat. I'll answer them at the end. Um, any questions you have that come up, just put them in there when when you have them, and we'll talk about them. So we have these sequences of actions, right, that get us to carry out a process. So if it's eating healthier, if it's working out, it's a bunch of tiny little actions. So Working out, right, um, could be okay. I have to, for me, I work out in the basement, so I've got to walk down the stairs to the basement in order to work out, right? That's just, it's gotta happen. So it's one of those little steps, right? Um, I've gotta put on my workout shoes. It's another little step in the whole process. So you get the idea. Um, What we're gonna do is pick one action in the sequence that we believe is the most important one to get us to follow through. And you're gonna see this in the example that we use here in just a moment. So what I'm going to have you do with the habit that you're working on right now, and all of the clients that I work with, they all have at least one habit that they are focused on right now. What I want you to do is think about the one you're working on, the one you want to create if you don't have one in place right now. And just take a moment, think about some of the small steps that go toward carrying that action out you know if you want to eat healthier what he needs to do all these little steps they all add up to me doing that start thinking about some of those small steps and then i want you to pick the step in that whole process that you believe is the most important one for you to take in order to follow through right so i'll give you an example right now um Here's an example. This this person wants to walk outside every single day. This is how she's going to get more exercise. I'm going to walk outside every single day. And so she thinks about all the little steps involved in the process of walking outside every day, but then she decides putting on her shoes is the one, the most important one. Once she does that, she knows she's going to follow through on all the other steps. It's like, once I have those shoes on, I am going to go for a walk. I'm not going to just take them off without doing it, without actually following through on on my goal. And so she picks that key action of putting on her walking shoes. She's going to focus on that. She knows if she can get those shoes on, she is good to go. So I want to encourage you to think about what it is for your habit. Um, If it's eating healthier again, if it's going to bed and getting a good night's rest, like what's the thing? What's the one step the key action that's going to make the biggest difference for you. We're just taking an educated guess. If you try it and, oh, that didn't do the trick. I put on my shoes, but I didn't end up going for a walk. Well, then we just have to choose something else. There is a key action for every single habit. Absolutely. We can find it. Now, step two, we're going to stack it. Okay? So stacking. Here's what we do with stacking. Researchers have found that habits are stimulated by a cue. We already talked about that. There's something that happens in our life that encourages us to keep going and do that habit, right? Maybe, um, you know, you get anxious, you get nervous, um, and you start biting your fingernails, right? That's an example of a cue and then a habit. I feel this feeling of anxiety, and then I start right if i'm watching a movie whatever it is my my favorite football team is is losing uh same right we understand there's a cue and then there's an action something that primes our brain to do the habit so here's what we do we focus on isolating a habit we already have in place and then use it as the stepping stone into our new Habit. So then, each time the the old habit takes place, next step is the new habit that we're working on. And the old habit can be anything that you do every single day, uh, like clockwork. Right? It just happens. So there are a ton of things like that. I'm going to encourage you to think about something that you do every single day around the time of the day that you want to do your new habit. Okay. Now, I really, because when I first heard about this concept, I was like, wait a second, I don't have that many habits. And then I got thinking about it. We have so many habits, right? From the very beginning of the day, do you get out of bed every single morning? You get up, right? That's a habit. (laughs) You can put something right after getting out of bed if you want to make sure that it gets done every single day. You know, for me, I don't know about you, but. Pretty soon after I go out, get out of bed, I go to the bathroom. Every single day, it's a habit. It just happens, right? It's going to happen. So, you know, we've had people, they do 10 push ups after they go to the bathroom. It's, it's a way to stack their new habit after an existing habit. You see what I'm saying? Um, we're going to give the example in just a bit. But what I want you to do is think about what time of day do I want to do my new habit? and what am i doing already around that time of day right one uh, one of our coaches flossing was the thing she wanted to work on and she was like you know what a good time for me to put it in would be in the morning before work okay what do i do before work well i get in the car to drive to work so what she did is she put her floss in the car as soon as she sat down in the car she taught herself this new habit sit in the car and i'm going to floss okay so, it can be anything and it might be a little crazy. It's it's all about what works for you, okay? All right, back to our example. Here we go. This this lady wants to walk outside every single day. She said putting on her shoes is the key action she's going to work with first to try to see if that's the one that will get her to actually walk outside, get the get the exercise. And she says, "You know what? Every morning I have a cup of coffee. As soon as I finish my cup of coffee, that's when I'm going to take my walk." Okay? So now she's not worried about taking her walk. What she's worried about is after she finishes her cup of coffee, putting on her shoes, that's it. If I'm working with her, that's all we're going to work on. Hey, after your coffee, put on your shoes, see what happens. I bet she's going to want to go outside and take that walk. So she's going to work with stacking the key action of her shoes after a habit that's already in place that she's going to keep there, that's finishing her coffee. I use, I use this one myself. Coffee is part of every morning, so I can get myself to do all kinds of things around that cup of coffee. Um, step three, here we go. Celebrate. Here it is. We repeat a behavior when we feel good after doing it. That's it. That's the way our brains work. We're going to do it again if we felt good after the last time we did it. Um, so we're just using that in order to build in this step of celebration to complete this process, right? To give our brain a little reward. Remember, cue, routine, reward. So we have the Q, the existing habit. We have the routine. That's the new habit. And now the reward. We have to get our brain to feel good in order to do it again. And the more we practice it, the more sure we can be that this habit is going to stay a part of our life, Okay, Here's how celebration works. We're just going to do something that we can do all by ourselves that makes us feel good really quickly. And we call it a celebration. It can be like clapping your hands, snapping your fingers, um, high-fiving some imaginary person, (laughs) high-five. just smiling to ourselves, saying some nice words to ourselves. My celebration is just to pump, kind of pump my fists, kind of look silly, right? I'm like, yes, I'll say yes, and then I pump my pump my fists, hold my fists up like that, kind of victory. That's my celebration. So that's the thing that I'll do in order to wire a habit into my brain because I feel good every time I do it. So here are some little. Tips and tricks to find out what your celebration can be. Here it is. Um, if you like sports or if you have children that have done sports, what would you do if your team or your kid's team suddenly won in the last minutes of the game? What would you do? Right? Yes, that's what I would do. Yes, and that's my celebration. So, what would you do? What would you say if that happened? Or, you know, something simple. Um, B.J. Fogg in the book, Tiny Habits, talks about this. Um, If you just wrinkled up a piece of paper and you threw it across the room at the garbage can and it landed inside the garbage can on your first try, what would you do? Again, here's what i do. Yeah, right? Just kind of fun. Have some fun with it. Celebrate. So you got to think about, and it's going to feel a little silly, but that's okay. It's fun. And when we have fun, we feel good. And when we feel good, we build habits. So think about what your celebration is. And again, take a guess. You can practice with it. And if it's if it's not working, we, we try something else. This is how we build habits. All right. We go back to our example. Here's our client. She wants to walk outside every single day. That's the process that she wants to, to do. That's the habit that she wants to incorporate into her life. And she says the key action for her is putting on her shoes. That's the thing. If she puts on her shoes, she's going to follow through. So that's all we're going to focus on for her, putting on her walking shoes, just getting her feet in those shoes. That is her key action we're going to focus on. She decides the habit she already has in place of drinking that cup of coffee, that's the one that she's going to stack her key action on top of. After she finishes that cup of coffee, turn around, get those shoes on. She's going to just practice that. That's the thing she's going to check off for me every single day to say that she did it. And we're going to work on building this habit. And for her, her celebration, so she feels good, is to tell herself, you're awesome, right? Susie, let's say her name is Susie. She's going to finish her cup of coffee, get her feet in the shoes, and then she's going to say, Susie, you're awesome, And she's going to feel just a little bit good, and that's going to be enough, more than likely, to wire that habit into her brain based on the things that we just talked about. And now she's going to practice. She is going to practice that habit. And I would encourage her, if she's building this new habit with me in like a coaching session where we're working together um, to build this new habit in place, I would say, Susie, go practice it three times right now the end of the session, she would go and practice it. She's going to take an empty cup of coffee. In this example, she's going to pretend she finishes it, put it on the counter, go put on her shoes, and then say, Susie, you're awesome. And then she's going to rewind and practice it again. Empty cup of coffee, set it on the counter, put the shoes on, Susie, you're awesome. And she's going to practice it a third time the same way. As you're building your habit, you could do the exact same thing. You could do it right after our uh, session here together finishes up. You can practice it. And I guarantee you, if Susie did that today, tomorrow, when she puts her cup of coffee down, her brain is going to be saying, Susie, there's something that you got to do something next. There's something else. Another step to take because she wired it in her brain. And then it'll be enough for her to say, Oh, yeah, got to put on my shoes. And of course, for Susie, she knows. And I know as her coach, we built this habit for a reason, not just to get those shoes on, but to get her to take a walk because she's working on incorporating physical activity into her routine. So she's gonna put on those shoes and more than likely get her butt outside and take a walk and she's gonna feel great. She can celebrate the whole time. Susie, you're awesome. All right, here's a little bit about mindset when it comes to developing habits. We're gonna buzz through this. Mindset so important because when your mindset changes, everything on the outside changes along with it. We share this one a lot at our workshops. Super important to address mindset. And we do that along the way with our clients as we're coaching, always thinking about mindset on top of the actions that we're taking. As we build habits, you need to act like a professional athlete. Okay, Here's what I mean. Celebrate like crazy when things go well. We talked about that. Yes, right? Find your celebration action and practice it. If it's not working, we find something else. I'm happy to help you to do that down the line if you need some help. Celebrate like crazy when things go well, just like an athlete, right? They make one basket, they score one touchdown. It's like they've never done it before. They're so pumped. They're so excited. They celebrate. And what happens when things go wrong? Move on, right? athlete makes a mistake on the field, just move on. Just get past it. Get back in the game. It's the same for you and me. Building habits. Celebrate like crazy when it goes well. And if we make a mistake, things don't go the way that we want it to, move on. Forget about it. Keep working. Don't give up. And we don't judge ourselves we just inspect the process. So you act like Sherlock Holmes as you're building habits. Get curious, especially when things don't go the way that that you expect. Just say, hmm, well, that's interesting. I'm going to try something else. And there's no end to the things that we can try as we build habits using the framework that we just talked about. Investigate what happened and then make a new plan. Um, I have a client, a good client. I'm going to see. Yeah, She's not on with us tonight. She's working on you know, not overeating, right? And so we talk a lot about that. And guess what? We've talked about, hey, if if you do overeat, what are we gonna learn about? What are we gonna talk about during our next session? We made a plan and whenever it's happened, a couple of times, that's what we do. Hey, what did we learn from it? Let's get curious, why did that happen? What can we learn from it to keep it from happening again? So the, this process applies even when you are working on breaking Habits that you want to stop doing. Um, Now, before I let you go, I want to share this little quote with you. It is so, so important because now you learned a process, right? You learned a process to develop habits. And this quote from Dale Carnegie is one of the first guys that ever wrote a, a self help book, ever. Okay. He said, if you're not becoming, or if you're not in the process of becoming the person you want to be, You're automatically engaged in becoming the person you don't want to be. That's powerful, right? I know every time I read that quote, and I I look at this quote a lot, it gets me fired up because I want to be in the process of becoming the person that I want to be. If I'm not in the process, I'm automatically becoming the person I don't want to be. And the same is true for you. So now you have a process. So from now on, make sure that you're using the process, that you're using a system to build habits. You can do it. We're doing it all the time um, at Begin Within with the individuals that we work with. They're in the process of becoming the person they want to be. I know that that was a lot of information. I also know that it is very powerful to take things very uh, microscopically, I guess I'll say, shrink things down as we're developing habits. It's so, so very important so that we can make sure that we're staying on the right track. And we're not playing the motivation game, right? We talked about that in the workshop. So don't fall victim to that. Make these very small targets that you can work on every single day. It's really the daily habits that we practice that are the things that end up making the biggest changes in our life. I know you heard me talk about it before we got into the meat of the episode today, but along those lines, I want to encourage you to make sure that you stay tuned for information about our soon-to-be, open-for-enrollment, Habit Academy, the begin within Habit Academy. It is coming soon here in September of 2022. I really hope that you consider being a part of our community via the Academy. Once again, there is a link to the wait list. You can get on the wait list, you can be one of the first to know when we open the doors to the academy, and I promise those who do. Those first enrollees are going to get some really cool opportunities, including a nice discount off the the monthly price. So please click on the link in the show notes. You're not committing to anything. You are just going to get the hot off the press knowledge, the information as we release and get things finalized for the final date. To open the doors to the Begin Within Academy. So please join the waitlist. Link is in the show notes. Thank you so much. I will talk to you again very soon.